You're listening to the Bookkeepers podcast sponsored by Go Proposal by Sage. I've been a student of value pricing for many years now. Understanding pricing has helped me to transform our firm's results and build a firm that can run without me. A key tool we use for pricing in our firm is Go Proposal. It allows us to build the price in person with the prospect and send out a proposal and engagement letter immediately, which has saved us hours from how we used to do it before. Not only that, but being able to create a standardized pricing system within the software means everyone on my team can use it freeing me up from being the bottleneck. If you're not using it already, I highly recommend you check it out. Just head to goproposal.com forward slash sign up for your free trial. Now over to the latest episode of the Bookkeepers podcast. Hi and welcome to the Bookkeepers podcast. I'm Zoe Whitman and I'm here with Joe Wood. Hi Joe, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. It feels like it's been a while since we've had a podcast. I know, it's been a bit of a week hasn't it really? The last seven days has been mad. It's been very, very busy. I feel like we haven't stopped talking to camera but um, not in this format so it's, it's nice to be here. Yeah, we've, um, for anyone who hasn't seen our socials over the last week or so, sort of three days last week, we were working with a filming crew to refilm the Bookkeepers Six Month Success Programme. It's our flagship programme to help bookkeepers build meaningful businesses, which help them achieve their goals. And um, and it's been a while, you know, when we when we filmed the course at first, um, it was like a very different situation. It was lockdown and, and we were like, we've got this, you know, we need to get this out and we filmed it. And, and it's great and people have got amazing results from it, but we've definitely got to a time where we're like, wouldn't it be so good if we could really dedicate some time to making it even better and putting so much more value in and actually like simplifying some of the things that are in the course. So we've been um, like reviewing the contents. This has been a bit of an exercise that's been going on behind the scenes for a while. And uh, and it was really, I mean, it was tiring, wasn't it? It was a big, <laughs> it was a really big couple of days. And I think you could tell I was like, stressing at a whole other level of there's a lot going on right now um but it was great it was a really good couple of days it was it was really good but me and if anyone knows us me and Zoe care we really care that what we bring in to everyone is the best we can do so for three days solid in 33 videos we were being our best and um and it's it's tiring <laughs> it's tiring just trying to bring out the best nuggets that you've got to help people and um but also like i think we realize how much we've learned by being in this community over the last couple of years and having this ama- the amazing people that we've got around us with us and you know our own businesses how they've grown developed the investments we've made in coaches and you know we were able to bring all of that and put it into um, the six month success program. Um, so it definitely feels like it's been totally up leveled. We talk to people about up leveling all the time, don't we? We talk about like taking things to the next level and what's that next thing that you need to do. And and, and this was like one of those things that we, ha- we had a wish list. We were like, if we could, we would do this. And I think it's something we've been saying for a, over a year probably. And, yeah. uh, and then we had the opportunity and we we're like, yeah, this is something that we need to do. It's, it is that next level. And and I think for everybody, like whatever business you have, there's probably something where you know, like this is at this point, this is the thing I want to do. And I think it's really important and helpful to decide on what that milestone is. So what is the milestone that you need to achieve so mm-hmm. that you can take that next step? Because otherwise we have a kind of wish list and you know, we talk about goals setting and having a vision board and things, um, but you don't want it to sit there forever. I think it's so much more helpful when you can decide that this is the 
trigger point. If that if I reach there, that's when I'm going to take that next step. And um, and then you can get like get those things off the list. It's going to be it's going to feel so good when we see those videos, Joe. And and I I think this kind of you know the topic we've got today is like how to build your business in a recession. And obviously you know we are we are building a business here, and it's all about going back to service and up leveling the value that we can give. Um, you know, because anyone, anyone that's bought our course in the past will be receiving the up-level version. So it's, you know, they've bought, um, they're going to be receiving more value from us in this time. And, and so I think it's, a, you can take that yourself into your practice and, um, and we're going to be discussing the things that you can do to build your practice, but also your clients' businesses, how you can support them in a recession. Yeah, definitely. I just want to say hi to everyone who's watching this live as well. I can see Kirsty, Lucy, um, Claire's here. Uh, yeah, hi everyone who's oh another Kirsty as well. Hi everyone. There are a few Facebook users too. So um, hi everyone who's watching this live. And also, if you've got any ideas that can help people, if you want to share anything in the comments, please do because we always love to make this really interactive when we can. Um, Joe, we've been talking this morning. Joe and I've been doing a load of other things this morning and you were talking to me about how you've had lots of conversations with your clients over the well, the last couple of days and it seems to keep coming back to this point of there's a recession things are really mm -hmm. difficult you're having lots of conversations like that right now absolutely I think what we're finding ourselves especially um obviously the industry that I work with had was shut for 18 months not that long ago so we've had covid and then we've um, we've got this funny time where we've like they maybe they've had bounce back loans and they've had furlough and all of these things that have helped them out. But now they've got to pay back the bounce back loans. And now there's no support with furlough. And now it's really difficult to find staff because lots of staff in lots of these service industries. I know it's the same with like people trying to find chefs and the, you know people have made different choices about their businesses. And I think people are struggling to get some employed people that want to actually work and don't want necessarily the flexibility of being at home. I think everybody's had a mindset shift. So I think taking on staff is hard. And then we've had Christmas, which but we've had Christmas where everyone's saying we're in a recession, we're in a recession. So maybe people haven't had the best Decembers. Maybe some of them have had some really good Decembers, but um, what I've explained to lots of them is that, yeah, they might've been really profitable, but you've still got payback, the bounce back loans. You've still got all of these things that you've got to pay. So yes, you're profitable, but cash, and profit are two different things. So you might have had an influx of cash and they're going, but where's the money? I, I made so many sales and I'm profitable, but where is my money going? And oh, it's January and you've got a self-assessment tax return that's, um, and you've got to pay that then. And oh, I haven't got the money in the business and I haven't got the money personally. And all I've been doing is talking to people about how they're going to navigate um, payment plans and how they're going to pay off debt and things. And lots of the conversation I've had, yes, of course, there's lots around business, lots around the things we can do in a business to help make cash, you know, cash flow better. But I've had so many conversations about how it's impacting them personally and, um, and they're struggling to pay nursery bills and struggling, you know, for gas and electricity at home as well as the business. So it's very much at the forefront of everyone's minds. And I think if you're not having these conversations, then I then I think you're, we are doing a disservice to our clients because they need someone to talk to because maybe they can't talk, talk to their other half or family members or maybe they're a single parent, they can't talk to their kids or they can't talk to their staff. They don't want to, no one wants to let that guard down. So this is where we can really come into our own. Yeah, 
Oh, um, just for anyone who doesn't know, Joe works with salon owners, and uh, and I like I can see like the thing is right. Just like if you're running a bookkeeping practice, you start a business because you want to achieve something in your personal life. Like usually it's because you think, well, I could, you know, if I ran my own business, then my life could look like this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's often what drives people, um, particularly I always think of this from a point of view of like having a family and having more flexibility around the children and things like that. And if you've started a business because you're like, well, that would mean I could do things in this particular way. You know, you you have linked your business goals with your personal goals. And uh, and the things we're experiencing right now and what we're like, see, like you said to me, you went out for dinner the other day and it was like a hundred pounds somewhere that you would never have expected the bill to be that kind of level. And, and like you see it in the shops, things cost more and um and I'm saying to the kids oh actually we're not gonna gonna make this last for the week you know it's like the the just I think psychologically things are changing because we are like we're getting all this messaging from the media Mm -hmm. you know it just becomes part of us and I think we've got to be aware of that and we've got to take a step of looking at like realistically what's going on for me um but because our business goals and our personal lives and goals are so closely connected when you've got something coming up at you which is not just about business this is about everything around what you like ev- like your food shopping um it really like hits home because it's coming at you from all angles and that's really stressful for business owners so we really like, I, I agree we've got to be there talking to them about it and helping them unpick things that are going on for them right now but also mm-hmm. think right we need to think a bit long term here like what's the plan what's going on for you and how can I help you to like maybe make some changes or think about things in a slightly different way maybe change a little bit about what you're doing in your business simplify things or um change the service that you're offering and it's something we can think about too as well in our bookkeeping practices because what we forget is we're really incredibly valuable we we forget we think we always go back to I know Joe and I spent a whole time talking about how valuable we are as bookkeepers but um we we kind of forget that we're like oh I just need to like do the, the data part of this the bookkeeping part of this um but we are incredibly valuable because we are those kind of business confidants you know that we're like their friend in business aren't we they need someone to talk to and um but maybe the value is just something different right now maybe it's, yeah yeah really it really is do you know what the reason that the, the seed was sown in my head about being a bookkeeper or I mean my journey started off in accountancy is that my uncle said to me and it must have been in the 90s the early 90s I reckon I was about 13 14 and I was trying to decide oh what do I want to be when I'm older and I remember it so clearly he said to me in good times and bad times everybody needs an accountant or a bookkeeper they need that financial support regard it doesn't like the world doesn't stop turning just because you've got less money doesn't mean you still need you still need our service and it was one of those things, and obviously I had an old head on my shoulders and I thought, well, that's, that's really interesting. So because I knew that there'd been times in my own personal family life where times had got really tough. So I'd experienced that. And I was thinking, wow, if you had that security that someone's always going to need you, that's a real benefit. But we need to figure out what that service looks like. Because maybe, like Zoe said, we get, do our qualifications and we think about doing the books, but actually that's just the start. It's about the conversations and the insights that we have by using the information that we have at our fingertips to have conversations about what we can do. Now, I again, as everybody knows, we think niching is very, you know, um, helpful, especially in situations like this, because uh, one of the one of the conversations we had actually was last month, and she's been able to input it this month. Last month, I had a 
conversation with the salon owner who's currently on maternity leave. And um, she's really worrying because um, she's not in, she's actually not in the salon. She's just had a baby and she's really worried about the costs um, and training the staff. There were new staff that she had to get in. She had all these things and we were, we were reviewing her cash flow forecast and straight away, because I'm looking at the same cash flow forecasts over and over again, similar businesses, I was like, your insurance seems really high. She said, oh, well, I've just taken on that machine and I had to get a separate insurance. And yeah, it is really a lot of money. Like it was hundreds of pounds a month, hundreds. Mm. And I was like, that's, that's really high. We, I know other people that have done that. So over, over the Christmas period, she phoned the insurance company and they were able to merge her current insurance with that one. And it brought it down by 50%. And she was like, wow. Now you think of that, like 250 quid wiped off of going out. That's the kind of value we can bring just by stepping away from doing it and having a look, what does this actually mean? And I don't always like to come at this with just cost, cost cutting. Absolutely. I think, I think traditionally accountants and bookkeepers are seen as like, we can go in and help you save costs. That is definitely one side. Definitely it could be, but it can't be the whole picture of how you can help businesses. But just review, especially, I mean, and I especially love looking at the previous four months of uh, P&Ls and just reviewing, is everything in line? Is there anything there that's kind of jumped out that looks a bit strange that shouldn't be there? That's another thing you can do and have a look. Um, mm. And then obviously give it a bit of variance analysis. Well, that went up because you invested in this and hopefully we'll receive a return on investment in those Google ads or whatever next mm. month. And if not, maybe we need to reassess that expenditure, but those kind of conversations, definitely you can start with costs. Mm. And I'd love to know in the comments, do any of you review the PL, the monthly PL for your clients currently now? Do you do that? And is that something you have a conversation with? Because I think this is one of the first things that I had to I had to learn to do I never did it at the beginning mostly the first six seven years of my practice I must I just did the work and um, it's, it takes that next step of confidence to actually have those conversation yeah definitely um I think that um well Kirsty's saying yes all of ours yeah Michelle's saying yes I do as well so um people are doing that and I think it, you're right like it's so easy to say all done and reconciled you can go and run a report <laughs> you could do that couldn't you but it's yeah. just us taking that step to go right let's have a quick look like what happened and having that conversation because if that you know if people are saying to you like I really feel like my costs are creeping up or, or I don't know where's all my money gone for you yeah. to go and say well here's where your money went here's a report let's have a chat through it I think it's a really good start you said as well Joe. you don't like to always focus in on the costs like it, it is it, like people think that's more about cost saving but of course it, it can we can identify things in revenue trends as well can't we like often what you find big businesses do in times where like the economy is more difficult is they really focus in on what are what are the core products that I offer and for you as a bookkeeper and also for your clients it might be about having a conversation around okay what is it that really is working for you right now what what needs to have your attention given the current economy mm -hmm. like buying trends of their clients and customers um because 
there are going to be costs that follow different revenue streams. So you might find if you were to do that kind of analysis, looking at PL, that you've got one revenue stream that's doing something and something else is like really dropping off, but they're spending a lot of time on that. And there's maybe staff mm. to it, or, um, you know, there are always going to be costs, there might be fixed costs associated with that. Is that actually something that they want to carry on doing? And I think even just you don't have to make the decision for them. You're just going in and giving them some information. You know, have you noticed this? Like, are you are you having a chat within your management team around what your strategy is going forwards? I think it's just coming to the table and saying, hey, I'm a business owner too. I get business. Let's um let's have a chat. If there's anything I can help you with, you know, maybe that if you need some other reporting or anything to help you understand this a bit better, I can go and run it. But it's like bringing that because I think if you were at, at, like helping somebody to change the, or, or you know focus their attention on on something that actually really has potential right now because of the way things because you know, there are going to be some products and services which are going to do really well right now um yeah. it's just finding out what those things are absolutely absolutely and then we have to think of things another thing that we can do really simply after the bookkeeping is reviewing the debtors mm-hmm. you know if you've got a business that is raising and sending invoices and they've got terms are you providing them with a real breakdown of who owes the money and are you offering them a service to you know make phone calls send out statements chase up debt and bring that in or and pass maybe if, if debt's old you know assist them to pass debt on to debt collection agency or something are you offering that because that's already money that they or that that's already sales they've made they've already done the work they've invested in all that cost and now you know reviewing the level of debt and I mean, I like to do, if we take on that service, we update them every month on the management accounts. Like when we started, this was your level and now it's this. So again, proving the value that we've brought in by then buying that service. Yeah, I think there's like a lot, like that's obviously going to make a difference to cash flow. And I think having conversations about your cash flow forecast, like this is what's going on right now. Um, if we were able to bring this much in of, you know, outstanding payments, this is going to give you this level. But I think that certainty, like knowing where your business is going to be in three months, both from a cash flow point of view and from a profitability point of view, just helping your clients to have that data, that information so they can have a conversation together about it is it's so valuable like I want to know what's happening in three months time I I want to know that for my personal finances like I want to know I want to know what my energy bill is going to be in three months time if I can so um your client wants to know that about stuff in their business as well so just think about what's going to give them certainty it's that certainty that's the confidence isn't it the certainty well as long as I can because when you can work that out if you you know we know a lot of this stuff we know what their cost base is we can help them to put those figures in a budget and if they know that and they and then all they've got to focus on well is, is I have to hit that sales target that's what I need as long as I can do that I know where I am because they want to feel in control of something so if mm-hmm. they have that visibility of what the mm-hmm. rest of the world looks like and they know they've just got to get their sales team to fill that spot you're really helping them to get focused in like crystal clear on what they've got to do I did this yesterday Zoe I was speaking to a salon owner we looked at the cash flow forecast and it wasn't great. And she was like, but I'm making so much profit. And I was like, yes, you are. I said, but remember you're paying, you've got a VAT payment plan. You've got a corp tax payment plan. You've got your bounce back loan you're paying off. That is not profit. That's the cash that, you know, it's legacy stuff we're paying off. So I said, right, looking at the cash flow forecast, this, this is the gap. You've got to make an extra 4,000 pound a month for you to get out of the, you know, out of the dip. I'm, I'm thinking of my float and I go under the line and I'm like, to get that, that's what we need to do. And she's like, and then, so I said, right, I had the 4,000 pounds. I was like, 
how are we going to do it? I haven't got to come up with it. I'm just the one to say, that's the difference. And then she was like, well, we are just going to work on, um, we're going to focus solely on skin treatments. I've got this machine. If we, we sell this at this product, I need to get this amount out. Okay, so I'm going to do a social media campaign. I'm the one just, li- I'm just facilitating the conversation and then holding her accountable to it because I said, right, okay, we didn't really have it. Like, I need to see this in action. Let's meet up again next month for a 20 minute catch up and we're going to look and see how you did. I literally just pointed out where the hole was yeah. told her she needs to fill it. She come up with the plan and I'm going to hold her accountable. No, how well, valuable is that? Yeah. And when you said that just now, when you said, oh, she's going to do this and this and this, I bet that's how she said it to you as well. Like she yeah. knew what she had to do. Like she knew what she, what resources she had and how she could bring that extra money in. So you've then given her that like focus and uh, I expect she was really motivated after that. So. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I always go, you know, give them a, a to-do list that, you know, I had lots of people yesterday in WhatsApp where they, you know, I'd been on a call with them and said, right, you're going to phone this number. You're going to set up a payment plan. They, I have told them for the last 10 months how much their tax bill is and that they need to save. And if they save this amount a month, then they'll be okay. And life happens and things haven't been saved. And they're that, they're now like, oh, so then I'm like, right, here is the number. I want to know what happens. And so they're coming back to me and telling me I've done it. So we can't do everything for them, but we, that accountability bit and that bit of just being the person that knows what they need to do can really help. And then they can go, oh, okay, I feel a bit better now. That's good. That bit's done. It's lonely running business, isn't it, sometimes? And if you haven't got somebody who gets it, who can help you, like, it's really hard. Like, you've really given people that, like, focus on what they need to do um, and actually, like, checking in with them. And so I can imagine people coming to you Joe and you'd be like you haven't done it but you're very kind but yeah. no I just it's like it's a bit mother hen like really I'm just it's exactly what I would yeah. you know I would tell my kids or something if they needed to do something I'd make, right, like, this could be hard it's not easy but you've got to go and do it and then tell me when you've done it so yeah. I think that is that is um there's massive value to be had with that and definitely i mean in these times if you're not helping your clients with a cash flow forecast that it's it's like literally the missing piece that people need to be able to see it and that do you know what they don't care i mean i used to get a bit nervous if i used to because I, I always before a meeting i open up zero i open up uh, float my cash flow forecast i I sit there and I analyze, I look at the management report and I try and bring it all together just before I'm about to speak to them because I want to have everything that I need to ask them in in my head. And sometimes I'll open up the float and I think, oh, this is not good. This is not good. Do you know what? They never moan about that. They already know it's not good. They're living it. They can see their Mm -hmm. bank account depleting. They know that. But by telling them how much it's out, it's like, oh my goodness, I catastrophized it so much more than that. And I, you know, I thought I was going to lose my house next week, that kind of thing, you know, but actually when you break it down, they just want to know what it really is rather than what they're making up in their heads. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, you have a conversation and they make a plan for how they're going to plug the gap or you help them with other services, which give them, so the the credit control we were talking about, I've noticed in the comments that um, somebody, I'm sorry, I don't know who it is, has posted it, but said, you know, also looking at creditor days, like, is there something you can do on the payment side of things to like Mm -hmm. control your 
cash flow, paying things later. Because I think often business owners get invoices and they pay them or don't or park them. Um, but like having a control over that process, like how can we help clients with that? And then, of course, you know, if it's a case that they need funding, there are loads of platforms out there as well. You know, we see them all the time now at conferences, don't we? You know, is it about helping, like pointing your client in the direction of somewhere that they can get the funding? So it's, um, or, you know, review what's out there for them. So um, it's just being that, you know, you're the finance person here, you know this stuff. And if you don't know it, you know who is the right person to point them to. And I think often, you know, our clients don't have those people in their network. So it's mm -hmm. just, you're like signposting things a lot of the time. And that's really valuable. Like to be able to speak to someone and go, oh yeah, don't worry, that's okay. I know someone who can do that. That's like, oh, great, okay. Like, how do I speak to, you know, that that's sorted then for them rather than you said about catastrophizing, rather than just going down that like rabbit hole of, oh no, you know, what if this happens? And um, you've, yeah, you've supported them and given them the next step. Absolutely. And I mean, as, as you know, we are sponsored by Co-Proposal and James Ashford will always say that everything is a pricing issue. Everything can be sorted if your pricing is right and that you are being paid for uh, the value exchange. And you need to have that conversation with your clients because how, how are they, is their pricing? I know with my, with my salon owners, that they are absorbing all these costs and inflation and their suppliers are increasing the fees, but then they're nervous because they're working uh, from like, business to consumer. They're like, but all of my clients are struggling. I don't want to up my fees. I don't want to up my prices. But so then they're being squeezed. And so the profit isn't there as much. And mm. actually it's a, again, like what Zoe said about packages, maybe, you know, increasing prices and having, do you know, I think it's actually quite an easy time to increase prices because everybody knows everybody's increasing prices and that we it, it needs to be done or else you're not going to survive. So mm. I think actually it's a very good time. And you need to look at your prices right now. You know, pricing is never done. Your pricing uh, system is never done. It always needs constant review. And, you know, imp um, uh, are you, you know, since um, the software companies have increased their prices, have you actually done anything or have you just taken the hit and you know your profit margins are being squeezed so definitely think about yourself with regards to pricing but also your clients and also when you're thinking about pricing like think about have a conversation with them about is there something else that I can support you with because if there is and that can be included in the service and that's going to help them because it's helping them to move their business in a better direction that has value to them so um do you know, Joe and I are getting ready for Bookkeepers Bootcamp on the 6th to the 9th of February. And we're going to be, do you know, as much as we don't like to see like negative news and like, I really don't want to like psychologically wire everyone to think of, you know, doom and gloom, it's a recession. And um, we really have to acknowledge that this is happening right now. And we really want to explore how you build your business even though there's a recession, there's a cost of living crisis, what do you need to be aware of and what do you need to be changing in your business? Because we need to change the way that we're talking to our clients. We need to understand our clients better. And as much as Joe and I talk about ideal client a lot of the time, and you might be able to understand how, if you have an ideal client, you might be able to understand that your client is in a specific situation right now. I know Joe, you're kind of able to do that with your salon owners. I expect there are some who are in this place and some who are in this place, but generally they're kind of in that one particular um, like mindset right now um, I think if we can understand our clients better we can support them better and we can think about like what is it that those people need we can also think about how they 
respond to bookkeeping as a service and what's going to be how are they going to see that in the most valuable way because like joe said people need accounting services like that doesn't go away it's just how do they prioritize it because mm -hmm. that's going to affect like their thoughts about what bookkeeping is and what that it can do for them what the value of it is is going to affect how they feel about the price of it and we've really got to understand how they kind of categorize that in their mind because there'll be some things that are a non-negotiable for your clients to be paying for right now and we need to make sure that bookkeeping is one of those non-negotiables as well at the standard that you and the quality that you want to be offering it with this kind of service that you want to be offering with it so how do we understand that and how do we change the way we position bookkeeping services to help our clients and we've got loads of guests I know James Ashford's confirmed that he's going to be speaking to us that week as well loads of great guests are coming along Catherine Morgan is going to be talking about um she always, always comes at this from a kind of financial goal setting point of view and I think she's going to be great to have a conversation with around you know our money mindset right now how we help our clients with their money mindset and how we plan for the future even when things are feeling more uncertain and um, we've got some amazing bookkeepers who are going to come on and have a chat with us as well about what they're doing in their business um, and how things are changing. And um, I think it's just going to be so inspiring. We love, we love camp. I can't wait. I can't wait. As per usual, it's going to be the favourite week of the quarter and um, really, really looking forward to it. Yes, you can get registered for Bookkeepers Boot Camp. If it's the first time you've ever heard of Boot Camp, Boot Camp is... Um, a four day long event. It starts on Monday, the 6th of February at 10 a.m. We have a 10 a.m. session, a 1 p.m. session. And this time we're going to have a 6.30 p.m. session. This is a new timing, 6.30 p.m. So three sessions a day over those four days. And it's going to be a mixture of bookkeepers. It's going to be experts and then some training sessions from Zoe and I, where we d delve deeper into how you can support your clients um, and with some training, but oh, it's it's going to be really good. And like Zoe said, this is not all. This is definitely not doom and gloom. My business currently, my practice is growing. Um, I had in December the best month I've had to date, and so you can grow a, a business in a recession. So please continue to you know have that like positive mindset. And it, we are coming at it as not that oh, there's nothing. There's so much we can do, and we're going to help you along the way. Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm really excited about it. It's always a really good, like, energy-filled week. It's completely free, I think we've forgotten to mention. So oh, yeah. um, Bookkeepers Bootcamp always happens in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club on Facebook. If you're watching this now on Facebook, you are in the right place. Um, but if you just make sure that you register, we want to understand a bit about what you need from Bootcamp and we can make sure that our sessions are tailored in the best possible way. Um, there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Claire's saying, I love Bootcamp. Thanks, Claire. Um, I know Claire will be there joining us. Um, um, yeah, it's going to be a really good week. And I'm really, we want it to be really valuable for you. We always say we want bootcamp to be one of the most valuable things that you would have paid for. <laughs> so like we make it free because we want to help bookkeepers to grow their practices. And we know like we know that this is a challenging time. So we want to give you like the best the best experts to hear from who are gonna help you to know that you can grow this business. We're gonna hear from bookkeepers who are just amazing and uh, and obviously bring some great experts in as well. So yeah, it's gonna be good. Go and register, it's at bookkeepers.training. Um, and somebody mentioned just in the comment, just before I wrap up, um, what is this podcast? Um, we're here, this is the Bookkeepers podcast. We come live to you at one o'clock GMT every Wednesday, live in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club. You can also follow us on YouTube and um, connect with us, you know, all over the social media things. Um, but we're really looking forward to uh, catching up with you.
Bootcamp Week. And we'll see you next week for another episode of the Bookkeepers Podcast. Take care. Bye. See you then. Bye. Don't forget to join us every week for the Bookkeepers Podcast. For topical bookkeeping chat, why not join our free Facebook community, Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.